0: We're two West Coast girls hoping to connect with our audience while discussing everything matcha and a variety of topics including our favorite sneaky snacks, mental health, goal setting, body positivity, and self-love.
1: And we're so glad that we have you guys here for our second episode. Welcome! And as always, Mira, what are you having today?
0: I'm having my usual Trader Joe's matcha. I'm almost finished, so hopefully I'll find something better. What about you? <laughs>
1: no shade no shade to Trader Joe's
0: no I love Trader Joe's I just don't like that their matcha has so much sugar in it you know because I really want to be able to drink super authentic matcha so I'm just trying to use it up
1: I love Trader Joe's we don't have one in Canada which sucks I don't understand why we have tap like to pay and you guys don't but we don't have a Trader No, we do we have tap to pay no really is that a recent thing yeah I've seen it well like with your phone right and like with your credit card Yeah, we have that here. Oh, the last time I was in the States, they they were like, what are you doing? Oh,
0: well, it depends on location. I think really like super recent locations will have that. Mm -hmm. If you go to like an older place, they won't.
1: I was just in Seattle. Well, last year now, but when I was in Seattle, Mm. they didn't have it. Interesting.
0: I've never been there, so I would not know. (laughs) We'll go.
1: We'll go when the pandemic is over. But anyways, I'm having my OG matcha that I drink from Vancouver, but today I made a little latte with the homemade milk I made with my almond cow that you gave me for my birthday. Do you like it? Do you like your almond cow? I do. I use it all the time. Like it's kind of my weekly thing. Like every Sunday I'll make some oat milk for my matcha lattes. Oh, tell tell our listeners what
0: the almond cow is. So if you guys don't know what
1: an almond cow is, it's kind of, I feel like it's up and coming. I feel like more and more people are hearing about it. I think when you got it for me, it was still a Kickstarter. But basically, I made nut milk with like a (laughs) nut sack. It's called a nut sack. It's like... Let's be mature here, folks. It's true. <laughs> it's, but I made it with a milk nut bag or whatever. And I did that for ages. And I hated it because it was messy. And I always felt like I wasn't using the remnants from it. Like I, I couldn't deal. I couldn't eat the... The nut sack nuts. The nut sack nuts. I couldn't eat it. Like it just felt weird to eat something that I was squeezing in a bag with my hands for like 15 minutes. Valid. yeah. Valid. <laughs> So what's great about the almond cow is it reduces that waste because it's basically like a nut milk blender, I guess you could call it, but it has like an inner capsule that you put like your oats or your nuts in and it blends it all up for you. And then you're left with excellent fresh oat milk or nut milk or whatever kind of milk you want to make. And then when you take out the little inner cartridge, you can literally just scoop it out and it's clean and easily removable and you can make granola you can make it into pastries or bread I really like that it's very zero waste that's really important to me and I know you know that was really important to me that's why I got it for you yeah and also (laughs) like nut milks and everything are so expensive to buy in store Mm -hmm. and I remember when you got it for me you were like I did the math I broke it down this is gonna be so much cheaper for you buy your nuts and everything in bulk and it (laughs) it has been I haven't bought nut milk since you got it for me in September yeah I love doing mathematical breakdowns for like what can you do that's cheaper I'm like the budget queen (laughs) yeah gotta (laughs) save every penny counts
0: Well, I'm so glad you love your almond cow. I'm really happy you're using it. And that's amazing that you haven't even bought any nut milk since September. I actually didn't know that. I Mm -hmm. thought you, like, mixed it around, you know? Like, some days you buy milk, some days you make it. So that's awesome. And what's actually funny is we have a discount code Mm -hmm. for our listeners. So if you would like your very own almond cow or any of their products, we have a $10 off coupon That you can find when you click our link on our Instagram bio at Macho Mondays Podcast. You just click the link that says $10 off almond
1: cow and you can use that at checkout. Yeah, it's automatically applied. It's super easy. So let us know if you end up getting an almond cow. Yeah, let us know what you think. Yeah, I love mine. So I'm sure you'll love yours too. Yeah, so be sure to check that out. And speaking of checking things out, Mira, how are you doing? How are things? How's your week?
0: My week's been good. I'm trying to think what I've done. I recently went to Barnes & Nobles and picked up a book by David Goggins Mm. called Can't Hurt Me because I'm always in the need for some motivation and inspirational books. I actually watched Sex and the City and it was fantastic. (laughs) And then I ate cookies and milk. That's
1: what I did yesterday. How about you? (laughs) It's a really big contrast to what I did. I watched a Jeffrey Dahmer documentary. Of course. Of course. Of course. Well, I think what... Well, hopefully we'll see how this podcast goes. But what you might discover about me is that I'm a huge murderino. I'm a huge true crime fanatic. So most of the time, my free time is spent just (laughs) doing some research. But Dahmer is like an OG. Like I just kind of was checking in on him. So... (laughs) <laughs> Checking on him? Isn't he dead? He's dead. He was stabbed in jail, but amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So that was very nice. on brand for you guys. I know. We were so tired last night, so.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, oh, speaking of being tired. How's your sleep been lately? I remember
0: last time we had our podcast chat and you were talking about trying to get more sleep in. So how's that been going?
1: It's been going actually, that kind of goes with our topic for this, this, bringing it back to the podcast, but it kind of goes with our topic for today's podcast and we're just going to be going over our goals this year and some manifestation info. Okay, so we'll jump right in. Especially since last week, I feel like when you put it out there, especially, like, you really have to do what you said you were going to do. So I've really been prioritizing sleep lately, and that's a huge goal of mine for hopefully the rest of my life. I should constantly be prioritizing sleep Mm -hmm. so i've been sleeping i've been getting over six hours which is really good Ah. yeah yeah so last night even i i got 10 hours of sleep last night i think i texted you or you facetimed me last night and i was in bed i'm like i'm i'm peacing out i'll just facetime her in the middle of the night all the time it's just Mm -hmm. like something that
0: happens i don't even tell her i'm going to i just do it
1: no it's (laughs) nice like mira's one of my only friends i think i have like one other person i could ever do this to but i like cold call facetime her it doesn't matter yeah. what time of the day i just call her and it's fine and she does the same for me
0: yeah we don't like give each other heads up we're just like oh i want to talk to her i'm just gonna call her yeah because like, no, not almost, even a i think we have a really good percentage rate of picking up our phone too yeah so like yeah. I I always pick up my phone. So when I don't, she'll mass spam me on my phone. She's like, did you die? What happened to you? Where are you? Where's your phone? Is it dead?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I have anxiety. (laughs) That's <laughs> how it is.
0: I appreciate it. at least one person cares if I'm not answering. My right,
1: phone. I got your back. Trust me. If you go missing or if you get murdered, the first person's gonna know is me. <laughs> yeah, we even have like our locations on Life 360
0: mm-hmm. so we can like see where we are 24-7.
1: Know. And we never go anywhere. It's like I go like down the street to work or to my apartment and you're just like at your house all the time. I know I never leave. You know, I'm like, <laughs> like, I work here, I eat here, I shit here i sleep <laughs> wait where else would you go to take a shit i go outside to the border <laughs> potty at the construction site the jiffy john Woo! oh yeah that's a canadian thing right jiffy john i have no idea my my friend and her younger sister have their jiffy john song so i i only know it because of that i don't know anything else <laughs> Can someone let us know where Jiffy John comes from. It's please? really important that we know this information. Yeah, so I'm working really hard on my sleep, but um, I think the last time we recorded, at least, I had just been to a therapy appointment,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: it was very, it was a very eye-opening appointment for me. I hadn't been. I think I said this already, but I hadn't been since August. So we're just doing a check in. Um, mm-hmm. But it was good for me and I think it was a good time to do it because I'm kind of in a headspace right now where I'm looking to do a lot of self-improvement and I'm really grateful I have like a friend who straight up will call me out on everything and she just said like, you need to stop. You are such a control freak and well, she didn't use those words. Her words are always so kind and so gracious, but like... (laughs) in general, she was basically saying like, you need to stop. You're too in control of everything. You take on everything for everyone and you need to just slow down and start saying no. And Mm -hmm. so I kind of brought that up with my therapist and she was like, do you ever have moments that you're not doing anything? Like just one thing? I'm like, no.
0: (laughs) What's doing one thing?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like I always have like six things on the go at once and there's two like types of stress I have. I have bad stress that unfortunately in my line of work, a lot of the stress I get from that is bad. Like it's, it stresses me out. It's upsetting. It's depressing. Like that's just how. There's like
0: two words for it. It's like distress. And then you, stress
1: or something? I I don't know. I have never heard that. The
0: stress is bad stress and you stress is good stress.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. I've never heard that.
0: I'm pronouncing it wrong, but it's like EU stress.
1: Okay. Well yeah. So I have both. So my eustress, <laughs> I have both. I have both. And my good stress or my stress or whatever is like my art company and like this podcast and everything. So like, these are things that I enjoy doing and they actually require like a lot of work. Like it's not a nine to five. It's, Like I will work on my art business and I'll make posts for that and I'll create content for that. And then I jump on with Mira and we're planning and we're creating content and we're posting like it's a 24-7 thing, but it's good stress. I really thrive off of good stress. Yeah. So for me, yeah. And for me, it doesn't make a difference. I'm like, I'm having a good time. Why do I have to stop doing this? Mm -hmm. But So what I've noticed is I've been dissociating quite a bit and I do have anxiety and I have like PTSD and everything. So it is common, but I've gone through and maybe one day I'll I'll talk about this, but I've gone through like EMDR trauma therapy and I am miles ahead of where I used to be. So mm-hmm. the things that trigger me don't really trigger me anymore. So I don't don't know what's causing my dissociation. So when I was talking about it with my therapist, she was saying, well, you're constantly doing stuff and you're never present because you're doing like six things at a time. You're never focused on one thing and present just with that. So what she's challenged me to do is not multitask. So that's a really long way of me saying I'm going to try not to multitask and be more mindful and present but she challenged me to do this um tea drinking exercise and it's a mindfulness exercise that um I she said is a part of buddhism but i was actually looking it up i couldn't really find too much like there is a lot of tea drinking but i feel like this is a another thing that kind of western culture has taken from buddhist practices and kind of made it a little bit more tangible for like western culture so what she's told me to do is take 20 minutes a couple times a week and just do this mindful tea drinking exercise and you're not allowed to talk to anyone you're not allowed to listen to music you're not allowed to do anything like it's just you and your cup i feel like those are my two main goals with sleep and just practicing being more present and mindful and not in control of everything yeah so (laughs) it's a huge task for me like it's really hard but i'm going to and I'm staying in here now, so I have to do it. I'm really gonna do this. I'm really gonna practice this.
0: Everyone, hold her accountable. Make sure you message her business page and ask if she's doing her tea drinking exercise every night. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe
1: buy some stuff too. Yeah, you, you know, and just a little silver rumor gallery, you know.
0: <laughs> but yeah, those are mine. What are yours? So my goals, I basically have one goal, and I feel like it serves as an umbrella for everything I want to achieve this year, mm-hmm. but. Basically, what I want to do is maximize my day. I don't know. I've been really, like I said earlier, reading a lot of you know motivational books and just books that you know entrepreneurs write and business men and women write, and a lot of them say that the reason they're so successful is because they make the most out of their day and they follow a very solid routine. And I used to be a routine person, but. I've kind of fallen out of it because I went from a morning shift to a night shift at work. And yeah. I feel like once that happened, I didn't really have a sense of a morning routine anymore because I would wake up so late. So, also, I haven't been setting an alarm, which is part of the issue. So, I don't know. I kind of want to make the most out of my day. So, you know, even though sleeping in can be a good thing, I feel like for me, it's just not productive. Like, I want to get my eight hours, of course, but I feel mm-hmm. like you know, even if I shave off one hour of my daily sleep, like I could do so much more with that. Yeah. Like I could do a morning workout. I could get my coffee in, I could get a breakfast in and then that's so much already
1: taken care of, you know? Yeah. And if that works for you and it will make you feel more productive, I don't see any harm in that.
0: Yeah. Also, I find that a lot of people have been saying, you know, if you want to have multiple streams of income, obviously you need more time in your day. And I feel like I've just not been using all my hours to the max. So I feel like some of my time just becomes really unproductive and I don't even realize because I don't set aside specific hours of the day to dedicate to certain tasks. So sometimes I'll just go on my phone and I'm scrolling through Instagram or TikTok. And, you know, part of like, it's not really a job for me. It's just more of, you know, my hobby. But, you know, part of my hobbies include, you know, posting on Instagram, interacting with people and then posting on Other social media. But what I don't realize is I don't dedicate specific hours for these tasks, right? Mm -hmm. So I'll be on TikTok and Instagram for hours and I don't even realize time is passing by. So
1: that's a TikTok trap. Like you, I know, like you You don't realize. No, you don't. You're in there and then you're stuck for hours.
0: Exactly. So that's kind of why I think my goal is definitely to follow a very proper set in stone schedule. I mean, obviously it could be flexible here and there, but I just really want to be organized because, you know, by the end of the year, it would be great to have multiple streams of income. And I want to have enough time to dedicate to all of those goals and ideas. So that's my overall task of the year. Yeah. (laughs) But um, I know that for both of us, when we try to achieve our goals, we use manifesting. Mm -hmm. So Let's get into that topic because this is a fun one. And if yeah. you guys have that notepad, you might want to take some more notes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the poor people I did literally had people messaging me being like, I did I, that, did cause anxiety for me. I had a friend message me and they were like, Oh, yeah, Mira, I was taking notes like the whole
0: time. Yeah, I was, I was actually
1: flattered. I was like, You actually like,
0: wanted to hear what we had to say.
1: I know, Thank like. You. we're so well I think we keep saying this but we're gonna keep saying it we're so like impressed and shocked by how well the first episode went over and how many people Mm -hmm. really did take notes like people were sending us pictures and they were like look look like I wrote down my smart goals like I'm doing this like it's so exciting and we love hearing that from you guys
0: literally like I had a friend message me saying I'm gonna make my vision board tomorrow it's just nice to know that you're
1: helping people improve their lives even just a little bit yeah it makes you feel a lot better yeah I think that's the whole point of this podcast just like sharing different ways that we've learned to better our lives lives yeah all right so let's get into manifesting so I'm a little baby manifester. I've learned a lot from my mom, but majority of everything I've learned is from Miss Mira. She's the oh. master manifester. And I don't know, I'm so like one foot in the door, one foot out with this stuff. I am very, not, I'm not at all skeptical, but like I kind of feel like there's other reasons why manifesting works. That's not just a, like a universe thing. I think we inherently take steps to make things happen once we set these goals. And when we really do believe it, I think that we naturally make these things happen for ourselves. But there's so many things, especially this past year, that like Mira and I have both manifested, which I think we're going to talk about in our third episode. So stay tuned for that stay tuned stay tuned but I just can't explain it and I'm such a non-believer in most things but I can't explain it and it it feels very magical so um, I honestly
0: feel like you are good at manifesting because I remember like in our next episode when we talk about things that we have manifested when you see all the stuff that silver manifested <sighs> for herself I was shocked and then during that time that she was manifesting I like gave up on it because I was in a really bad place at the time. But like seeing what she was able to manifest made me hopeful in it again. You are a pro-manifester. Like you say you're a baby, but you're really good at it.
1: Okay, so this is what I do. And this is what I've been doing for only a year now. And it seems to be working. But I, and I have no idea. I don't think I made this up. I have no idea why I do this or what. I'm sure that it's called something. I don't want to take credit for anyone else's method but what I do is I just take sticky notes and I make them into a spiral and at the very end of the spiral in the middle I put the most important gold to me and then I put little ones all around the outsides. I do that I write them all down and I make sure and Miro would definitely go over this better than I will but Mm -hmm. I just make sure it says this will happen or it's already happened and I just Mm -hmm. write So for example, and I'll just make something up, I'm maybe going to manifest a matcha latte this afternoon. So I write, I will have a matcha latte in my hand by 3 p.m. I don't know how that's going to happen. I don't know if I'm going to do it myself or if my husband's going to surprise me, but I just am, I just know it's going to be in my hand at 3 p.m. Like I make them very, very specific and either in the future or like I already have it. So I have a mirror and on my mirror, I put them on there so that when I wake up in the morning, when I'm getting ready, I review it pretty much every day. And honestly, like they're basically little mantras for myself, and they just make me feel good about my day. Sometimes I just write, I'm abundant, I am loved, and just it's, it feels good to say to myself. And especially if it's in my mirror, I'm talking to myself while I say these things, and it just feels good. I write, manifestations either weekly monthly sometimes I write them down in my planner right now I'm writing a lot of my manifestations down in my weekly planner and I I really like it and it's working for me but yeah I'm very simple that's what I do what do you do Miss Mira
0: I I kind of go off of what you do well I mean I guess I got you into the writing portion of it Mm -hmm. um, for manifesting but something I really enjoy doing is called scripting and I'm going to give you a very, very broad idea. But if you guys, you know, who are listening to this podcast, if you want to explore the topic further, you can definitely, you know, just do a quick Google search and you'll find plenty of videos and topics exploring the idea of scripting. Irvine on TikTok, too.
1: Oh, yeah. There's so many people post so about it on TikTok. There's resources
0: on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah um but what i do with scripting it's basically you are writing and i use a journal and i let's i'll give you an example let's say i want to write a book by the end of the year so what i would say (laughs) hey you never know maybe i will um (laughs) manifesting yeah let's say i want to publish a book by the end of the year so what i would be writing in my journal is i have published my book it is 300 pages long Um, The line to get my book signed is super long and out the door. Um, The reception is amazing. I have 4.5 stars on Goodreads. Like you have to be extremely specific with these goals that you're manifesting, right? So you can't just say, I published my book. Because when you do that, maybe you did publish a book, but If you haven't written that your book is successful, that people are buying it, that it has good reviews, the universe isn't gonna give that to you. The universe is just gonna give you the bare minimum because you manifested the bare minimum. So you need to be extremely, extremely detailed when you are writing your goals and when you are scripting. So like I said, if you wanna write a book, make sure that you're writing every little detail you can think of, but write it in a sense that it has already happened. And then after that, You want to write down how you feel. So you can say, I feel incredibly successful. I feel really proud of myself for doing this in the first place. You know, just write how you think you'd feel in that moment, because the more you do this, the more you're going to actually subconsciously want to achieve this goal, and you will also make it happen. So a lot of things that what people don't realize about manifesting, you can't just manifest something and not put in any work. That's not how it works. Manifesting is when the universe rewards you because you are also trying to make it happen for yourself. So you need to put in that effort. Like half the things on my vision board are materialistic. And I can't just say I want $5,000 in two months, I can't just say, I'm getting $5,000. I have to say, I'm getting $5,000 and I'm going to also work towards getting $5,000. Because when the universe notices that you're trying, it'll reward you. That's kind of how it works. Mm -hmm. So that's probably the biggest way I manifest is that. And then also I have my vision board. But my scripting kind of goes along with my vision board. My vision board is just more of a visual representation of what I want to achieve in a year. So it's not like... I do stare at my vision board and that's it like I script like all the time that's what I do but the reason I'm being really vague about what I've manifested is actually because I'm incredibly superstitious <laughs> and we're gonna get into this um me and Silver are very different in this way about manifesting in the sense that she's very comfortable telling people and talking about her goals and I'm very 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 private so would you like to tell us why yes yes <laughs> Like, you did that in the last podcast. You're like, yes, yes. Like, every time you do that, I just imagine you sitting in the corner going, like, yes. It's just so weird.
1: Okay. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Anyway, so I like talking about my, what I'm doing. I like talking about my goals because... I Well, one, I don't really care if I fail publicly. Like, I used to care a lot because I had a lot of insecurities about, like, being stupid or not successful. And, of course, they're in the back of my head always. But... I just don't care. Like, I think if I'm trying, if I'm working hard at something and it doesn't work out, then that's okay. Like, the only person who really is going to be disappointed is me. And I don't want to add to that disappointment by thinking about all the other people who are like, oh, Silver didn't do it. It just, it doesn't benefit me to care. But in terms of manifesting... I, especially because I'm still learning, I'm still learning a lot from Mira. There's so much for me to know and learn and so many things I don't understand. But in my mind, why would I not want to give more power to my manifestation? Like if I am manifesting my matcha latte, why wouldn't I want to put it out there? Why would I not want to tell people about it? I don't understand why it's bad. And like Mira will explain why it's bad. (laughs) But I see
0: your view because I feel like you think when you put your goals out there, people are going to hold you accountable and you mentally think, oh, I put it out there like I have to do it. So I get I get what you're saying. Yeah.
1: And like, I it just doesn't make a difference to me. So if people know what I'm manifesting or working on, like I think they are hopefully will be happy for me and maybe manifest for me, too. Like I always tell my mom, manifest this for me. And I tell Mira, like, please help me manifest this. Like, I don't see the harm in it and like what my mom always says too though and i think this is where i kind of will shut up about it is she always says surrender to the universe and then surrender again and i think this is when people think like manifesting doesn't work because it won't work like it won't happen Mm -hmm. how they want it to but if i've kind of learned anything is i've always gotten the things i have when i was ready to have them but honestly, like, I do believe that things come to you when you're meant to have them and when you're ready to receive them. So if it doesn't work out for me, I just think, oh, it's not my time. Maybe tomorrow, maybe next week. Like, who knows? So I always try at some point to not worry about it so much. And if it doesn't happen, to just let be okay with that because I surrender to the universe. I know it's going to take care of me and I trust it. So... That's why I like to do it, but I'm going to let you take over now because Mira has a very strong opinions about what I do.
0: I I do, but I mean, I never criticize
1: you, no, but never. It's, just, it's
0: more of a personal thing for sure. Yeah, I think yeah. like when I see silver manifest and talk about it publicly, I am so like here for it. You know, I see you do it and I absolutely am on your side because I think for you, I definitely believe it's just what's ingrained in your mind and what you think subconsciously. It's what you're going to put out into the universe. Yeah, so yeah, I think what because you project. my beliefs are so ingrained. Even if I tried to be like you, the universe knows me too well. It's going to be like, <laughs> no, no, no. You don't believe in this. So we're going to make everything backfire. <laughs> For you, like your heart and soul, you believe in the good of people. You think if I put this out there, people are going to want the same for me, Mm -hmm. which I admire because I wish I was like that, but I'm not. (laughs) And I'll tell you guys why. Growing up, my family grew up in the Middle East. I also grew up there for a little, just tiny amount of time. Every time I say, oh, yeah, I used to live in Dubai, people roll their eyes at me. But I mean, I did. (laughs) I did. I was there. I mean, (laughs) I can't like fake that I was in Dubai. (laughs) Yeah, but. A lot of my family grew up in the Middle East and um, I'm also, you know, of South Asian descent. So we have a cultural idea called Nazar or also known as the evil eye. And this is applied in a lot of Middle Eastern, South Asian, Mediterranean culture. It's everywhere. Honestly, I've heard it in other cultures as well. I'm just, you know talking about what I know. So I don't want people coming and attacking me, being like, you don't know this. This is in other cultures too. I just, I'm only speaking from what I know. Mm -hmm. But- the idea of Nazar is that when you put something good out for the world to see, whether it's like, hey, I'm having a really great skin day, or hey, my hair is growing long. That's a big one in our culture. You never tell people your hair grows long. <laughs> my aunt is so superstitious. If I ever go up to her and I'm like, wow, your hair is so long. She freaks out. She gets She's so like, upset. She's don't like, talk don't about put Nazar on me.
1: <laughs> don't talk about
0: my hair. She's like, not my hair. Um, but basically that's the idea. It's, um, people putting evil eye on you when you are doing really well in the world. So I have this worry when I post, um, and sometimes like, if you guys follow my Instagram, you'll see, like, I always put like a little evil eye somewhere in my photo because I'm so worried that someone is out there casting evil eye on me because I want really good things for myself. And, you know, no matter how good of a person you are or how, much people love you, there's always one person out there who's rooting for your downfall. It's just unfortunately the way the world works. So rude. I know. But what can you do when you're as perfect as us? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) No one cast evil eye on me, please. No. (laughs) But that's kind of why I get really worried because I can tell when somebody actually wants me to succeed and when people don't want me to succeed. And at the time I was claiming that I wanted to do all these goals. I can tell you 100% the people around me at the time did not want these things for me. Yeah, right. I was surrounded by so many toxic friends. So I just feel like you are who you surround yourself with. And I think because I was surrounding myself with so many people that with negative energy and so much nuzzer, I think that really was like a huge wall that I couldn't. Yeah, I
1: I totally get that. Like, Yeah, It's the, your support system is so important, especially when you're trying to do things like with your life or with your career. And if you have a bunch of people around you just saying like, you're going to fail or even you can just, and I, I totally understand what you're saying. And like, I think it's also, if you want to like think about the scientifically, like people do have energy, they do project a certain kind of energy. And even with hormonally, like you can get a vibe off of people instinctively Mm -hmm. just because that's how we are made. We are made yeah. to, to know if someone's going to hurt us, if there are going to be a predator or what. Like we are, we do instinctively get this energy from people. So I totally understand that. But I genuinely just think
0: if you are around negative energy and evil eye, you're not going to achieve your goals. And I just recently learned how to protect myself. There are plenty of ways and I actually have done some of these um, you can call them rituals. For us, it's just prayers or cultural rituals. Cultural um, some people believe in crystals. I mean, I believe in crystals, but you can believe in other things like saging your room. Um, but you burn it and then you just go around your room and you know, you cleanse it. But I don't know. I just grew up seeing this for real mm-hmm. and really believing it. And I think because that's just how my mind is processing things, I think it's just so ingrained in my system that I'm always going to be like this. Like, I don't think I'll ever be like, oh, it's fine. I can tell everybody my goals, <laughs> but there's also the psychology behind it. Um, for those who don't know, I studied psychology as my undergrad major. And there was a study that was published in 2009 by Peter Galwitzer and a couple of other authors, but they did a scientific study where people would go around and tell others about their goals And they gauged whether the people who talked about their goals actually did something versus the people who didn't talk about it and what they did. And as it turned out within this study, at least, the people who talked about their goals so much actually ended up not doing a lot versus the people who kept it to themselves. And, you know, there's so many psychological studies that talk about this and some, you know, support this claim and some negate the claim. But I don't know. I just guess my background and what I've studied, it's just... So ingrained within me that I really strongly believe in this. So. Yeah. No. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, on it, you were the one who got me into saging. Like, don't worry, I got it from an indigenous person in Vancouver. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: I did it the correct way. And you got me into crystals. And like I'm so on board with all of that. And most of it for me is just I am I love it. I love the whole vibe of it. And it mm-hmm. just honestly, it's it feels like a active way of processing things for me when I'm feeling a bit stressed or scared Mira's like you should you know what just go around stage your room if I'm having nightmares she's like just go stage your room stage your bed just use this crystal yeah use this crystal like she gave me a whole list and I like the idea and I I do believe that it does help me process things actively you, you believe in it or not like it does do something for me and it it just feels more peaceful doing something active so mm-hmm. I'm all about it
0: and, and yeah I mean again for anyone who's listening to this um, the idea of telling people your goals whether you believe in the evil lie or not you know just have faith in the universe and most importantly just have faith in yourself because yeah. at the end of the day you are the only thing that's holding yourself back
1: totally Yeah, so that's a lot. We went over a lot today, Mm -hmm. and people probably think I'm crazy. No, oh my gosh, (laughs) no. Thing is, I I see no difference with this than religion. Like, just be respectful. It does. You don't have to believe in it to respect it. You don't have Mm -hmm. to understand it to respect it. So just be respectful. Like either one of us. That's what
0: I like about us. It's like you don't necessarily understand Nazar the evil eye, but you respect me, and you still always. You're willing to learn more about yeah. it, which I appreciate because it makes me more comfortable when I talk about it. Like if something bad happens, I'm like, "Silver, I think someone cast a nuzzer on me." But I mean, I feel like I have some straight proof,
1: though. Like when I yeah. told you some of the Honestly, things that happened, I feel yeah. like I have proof. <laughs> Honestly, what is it? The proof of, is it? The proof is in the pudding. Like, yeah, yeah, I had a lot of pudding. <laughs> you had a lot of pudding, girl. <laughs> but yeah, so if you've made it with us here this far, we're super grateful. This was a very fun things for us to talk about next week we will be discussing our success stories and more about manifestation so if you are interested in this topic tune in if you haven't listened to our first episode we talk about goal setting from more of a methodical less manifestee perspective and
0: as always we're very open and welcome to suggestions comments we're very active on our instagram and if you want to be featured in our podcast or work together, just shoot us a DM. Our Instagram is at Macha Mondays Podcast on Instagram. Mm-hmm.
1: And we have so many things in the works. We're really excited. Can't wait to announce them. And just yesterday, we recorded a podcast with our lovely friend Angie in New York. Um, she's Angie's Vent on Instagram. And we had a really good time talking about transitioning into adulthood and how we all had very different experiences growing up and transitioning to adulthood. So check that out if you're interested. It'll be posted on her Spotify. So when that's up, we'll be sure to link that episode on our Instagram. We also, if you guys ever want to support us and help us along with our new journey of podcasting, we do have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Mondays. And um, we're working on some exciting stuff for that. Got some stickers in the works and exclusive content that will be up on there. And if you guys want to further support us, oh, you can follow Silver's Sustainable Art
0: Business. It's at Silver Rumor Gallery. She has incredible pieces. I know she has a new surprise collection Thank coming you. up, which is very exciting. She's worked super hard on it. I've seen the behind the scenes and you guys are going to love it. <laughs> um if you want to support me I do like I said a little bit of everything but I feel like that's very vague so I guess you could call me a I don't know content creator I hate using that word but yeah content creator (laughs) but um, my Instagram is at Mira Kiara and I also now have a YouTube by the same username so feel free to subscribe
1: subscribe. and
0: have a great matcha Monday thank you so much for tuning in (laughs) thanks guys